my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to watch TV wisely. Even with the rise of the internet and social media, people still watch a lot of TV. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics American Time Use Survey, the average American logs 2.77 hours of TV per day as a primary activity. That's just under 20 hours a week, or the equivalent of a part-time job. To be sure, this figure includes teenagers and retirees. But even the people we might think of as busiest, people who have jobs and kids at home, manage to average almost two hours per day. I always think of these numbers when I hear people talk about the crazy busyness of modern society. It seems at least some of us have time to kick up our feet. And honestly, that's fine. I am not going to start your morning with a lecture on the evils of television or Netflix or any other such service. There are tons of amazing shows on these days. I'm thrilled to see how many organizations are putting money into good writing and great plots. Instead, I want to talk about how you, as a busy person, can incorporate TV wisely into your life. I want to talk about how you can enjoy TV, yet also have time for the other amazing things you want to spend your time doing. The first step, be choosy. The reason TV fills the bulk of people's leisure time is that it's so easy. You don't need to dress up. You don't need to work with other people's schedules. But it doesn't have to be automatic. In other words, don't watch TV just because it's there. Think about which shows most spark joy, to borrow a phrase from Marie Kondo. One way to winnow this down is to imagine that you needed to pay, say, $15 an hour to watch TV, or whatever number feels doable but noticeable to you. Something like buying a movie ticket. What would clear that bar? What would give you that much pleasure? A favorite team's game against a close rival? Sure. But maybe not two random teams that you don't care about. When you have your list, then think through your week. When would you like to watch these programs? When would work best with your life? I'm old enough to remember when people had no choice in these matters and I had to wait all year to watch The Wizard of Oz on TV as a kid. But now, we do have near-total time freedom. Actually putting planned TV time on your calendar allows you to look forward to it and savor that anticipation. Knowing you've got your favorite show saved up for Thursday night can help you get through a challenging day at work. 
Finally, wise TV watchers recognize this. Everything about TV is designed to keep you watching. That's why there are cliffhangers at the end of the show. That's why there are segues into the next show. Once the TV or Netflix goes on, it's hard to turn it off. That's why you wind up falling asleep on the sofa or yanking yourself away long after you should. If there's one thing I've learned over the years, it's that people don't magically develop more willpower. So here's a better idea. If you have any other leisure activity you'd like to do other than watch TV, do that first. If you like to read after your kids go to bed, read for an hour and then turn on the TV. If you like to do puzzles or a hobby like woodworking or crafts, do that before reaching for the remote. That way you'll get to do your hobby and watch TV. If you watch TV first, you'll probably decide that hauling out your paints sounds like a lot of bother. You might also choose some nights not to turn on the TV. You and your partner could choose one night a week to have a drink together or make a special dessert. I'm always fascinated by how many couples claim they are too tired for couple time in its various manifestations. If you don't turn the TV on some nights, you might have hours to spend together. What you do at that time is up to you. I'd love to hear the rules you make for yourself when it comes to TV or Netflix or other services like that. As always, you can email me at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.